At the Blueprint Training, our sales team talks to over 300 agencies every single month, and they always ask him the same questions. And one of those questions is, what's holding you back from getting your agency to where you want it to be? And the number one response that we get is lead generation. So many agencies think that they have a lead generation problem. But after we have just a few more questions that we ask them after that, it usually comes back to the same place. You don't have a lead generation problem. You have a positioning and offer problem. This is especially prevalent in the SEO space because of how we learned SEO. And these types of concepts are not spoken about in the SEO space. If you are an SEO agency and I was to ask you what your offer is, nine times out of 10, we get the response, we do SEO. We help companies get more organic traffic. That is not an offer. That's a service. An offer is rooted in a specific type of client's pain points. We always want to be focused on pain points. It's not what we do. It's what they need. And if we can solve their pain points, we can anchor that pain against a cost. So when it comes to pricing our offer and our service and presenting that, they understand and they feel it and there's no objection to pricing. So if any of that resonated with you, you have to watch the rest of this video because in this video, I'm going to teach you how to build an offer for your agency, something that's going to help you stand out in the market. It's going to help you attract customers. It's going to help you service the right type of customers. It's going to help you raise the prices on your services. It's going to do so much for you just by watching this video. If you have any questions, please leave them below in the comments. Let's get into it. nuts and bolts here uh, of what an offer is because once you've got your position defined, now it's time to start building your offer. Like I said, this is a critical step in pushing your business in the right direction. So what I don't want you to do is to confuse a marketing offer with a business offer. So a marketing offer is what I would call a front-end offer. This will be something like an ebook or a checklist or a webinar or a template. This is what you see a lot of people running Facebook ads off of, right? With an offer, but a front-end offer to get your email or get them into your ecosystem versus a business offer, what I would call a back-end offer, uh, which is really how you communicate what your business does to the market. Something along the lines of, we help software companies increase signups from Google using SEO sprints. That is a business offer, and that's what we're gonna talk about building in the coming video. So an offer, like I said, is how you communicate your positioning or your value to the market. It aims to capture how we will solve the problems and pain points of our target customer. Very, very simple. So a few things here, just a couple more housekeeping things, what your offer is not, because understanding what your offer is not will really help you understand what your offer should be. So an offer is not what you're doing right? So your offer is not, we do SEO, we do PPC, we do design, we do Legion. That's not your offer. That's just your service offering, right? That's completely different than what we're going to try and build here. Uh, it's also not what they're getting, right? Like the number of articles that they're getting, the number of uh, pages on a website that they're getting. Those are more features. Those are more kind of like product features uh, for what they'd be getting from working with you. That's not your offer. That's something that you want to talk about during the sales process, not kind of upfront business attraction. It's also not what you're charging, right? I, I've said this before. You don't want to compete on price because it's a race to the bottom. So if your offer has something to do with price, you want to get away from that right away. It's, it's, it's not a good position that you want to have. What your offer is, is the output results or the benefits from working with you. I like to say how they feel, right? If you put yourself back into your target persona, how will they feel from working with you? How will they feel after you've helped them solve their problems? After you've taken them from their pain point to a happy customer, what is the output of that? What is their, how are they going to feel? That 
is how we start to craft marketing messages because we can play on those emotional pain points that are ultimately going to drive people into our ecosystem. So again, people don't care about SEO, right? Any educated business owner knows that they need SEO or they know about it, but they're not doing it for a reason because it hasn't been properly communicated and positioned to them for how it's going to make them feel and the impact that it's going to have on their business. So it's really important that you do not confuse, again, features with outputs, right? So if you're an SEO agency, features would be like, uh, we're going to do a technical audit in keyword research. That's that's not an output. That's just a feature. That's just what you're going to do for them, right? Uh, the output would be a steady stream of customers that you don't have to pay for. Free customer acquisition coming from Google search engines that just makes a hockey stick and continues to grow more and more. What would you do with all those additional trafficking customers, right? You see how it's just a little bit different. We're playing on the output of what's going to happen, right? And mapping that again, specifically to that business owner, depending on who they are, what they're feeling and what industry that they're in. So we're going to map this offer specifically to them to make sure that they're getting the right feeling uh, about working with you and partnering with you for more so information the on this. So what I want to talk about in this video is the offer statement and really breaking down what goes into this statement. And it seems very simple. Um, in some cases, it might seem kind of stupid, but I'm going to really demonstrate how impactful this can be, again, to really target in on who your core customer is and how you can best service them. So this one just says, very simple, we help personal injury attorneys get new client cases by ranking them first in Google. That's an offer statement. It's almost kind of like an elevator pitch for what your company does and the value that you provide in the market again. And there's three elements that go into building your offer statement. Who is it for? What do they want? And how do they get it? So the first one here, who is it for? Personal injury attorneys. We help personal injury attorneys. That's who this is for. What do they want? new client cases, right? So going back to understanding who that avatar is, if you really understand what a personal injury attorney cares about, they don't care about traffic. Uh, they don't care about a snazzy website design. They care about new client cases. That's what they care about. So that's what they want. Uh, and how do they get it? Ranking them first in Google. So again, very simple. Who is it for? Personal injury attorneys. What do they want? New client cases. How do they get it? Ranking them first in Google. So the offer statement comes together as we help personal injury attorneys get new client cases by ranking them first in Google. It's really that simple. Now that you got a feel for what your offer statement will look like, now let's talk about how we can actually build that. We're going to do that through a very simple framework that's going to help you craft your offer and then your offer statement. So you've heard me say this a couple times before now. This is all about solving a client's pain points. Your offer is designed to help alleviate and solve problems for your prospective clients. So the way I like to do this is using a very simple model, again, that I adapted from that company, Traffic and Funnel. So on a piece of paper, you can literally just draw a line. We're also giving you a workbook so you can type this in if you want to, but it's very simple. It's just drawing a line. And basically what we want to do is identify what our prospective client's pain point is and then what's going to make them a happy client, right? And I'll talk about this more in a second. After we do that, what we want to do is we want to identify basically what the roadblocks are from stopping them from going from that pain point to becoming a happy client. In other words, how do you take this client from this pain point, apply what you need to do to make them a happy client? And this should not be more than, you know, three to five things. Anything more than that, it's just going to become way too complicated and you're going to just run into an issue with a service that you can't deliver and ultimately that you can't productize, which of course we're going to talk about in the following module. So let's just run through a couple examples. Let's say, for example, uh, let's look at the blueprint, actually, because I think this is a very pertinent example, because what we were doing before is we were pretty much just providing video trainings, which are great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and then Slack support to folks to help them get through it. But, you know, when we really looked at if, if we want to take you all to six figures a month in revenue, were we really doing what's best by you? 
by just offering that? And the answer was no. And by going through this model, we were able to rebuild this platform into something that is literally impacting millions and millions of dollars of revenue for our clients. So understanding that if your pain point is you're trying to get to six figures a month in revenue, uh, what are the three to five things that we as blueprint coaches can help you do to become a happy client and achieve your goal? So the first thing that you got to do is pick a niche. Obviously, what we're going through now positioning. Number two is you got to productize your service. And number three is you got to get a steady stream of leads. So, I mean, just look at what we've done now with the blueprint and our three pillars of what we're teaching now positioning, productization, and marketing. Those are three things that we can then help you to do very hands-on to get to six figures a month. I know without a doubt if you go through these three things and you're going to hit six figures a month. So just going through this offer design, again, applying to what the blueprint was before, just looking at it as, um, you know, we're going to help you to learn SEO at a much higher level. Is that really going to get you to six figures a month? Maybe if you apply it. But what we also wanted to do is get very hands-on and coach and consult and really help customize this specific type of information in these very specific pillars that are going to help you get to where you need to be. So that's one example. Let's talk about some more. So let's draw another little T-chart here. Uh, and let's say, for example, you were targeting, uh, the pain point was dentists and they need leads, right? That's their pain point. What are the things that you need to do to get in there? So number one is you need to help them create an offer, right? Most dentists are have no idea about offer design. They have no idea even probably even what an offer is. So you're going to have to get hands-on and help them create that offer. Number two is you're probably going to have to build a landing page, right? Some sort of online piece of content that you can drive traffic to. Uh, after that, you're going to have to acquire traffic. So if you decide to use paid traffic, if you are an expert in paid traffic, then you can use paid traffic to drive to that landing page. And then finally, you're probably going to have to do some sort of email automation sequence or some sort of automated follow-up sequence or even just a salesperson follow-up sequence. If you can achieve these four things, you're going to have to have a happy client. You're going to be able to deliver leads for a dentist, right? It's really this simple. What I want to do is, is look at this exact same pain point, uh, leads for a dentist from another scope. And, and this is important, right? Because there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. And this is also important too for when I was talking about putting too many pillars in here. Because in the previous one, you could have put in, oh, they need SEO, they need a website, they need all these different things. But if you have all these different pillars, how can you really deliver that as a service? So Another way that we could generate leads for a client is through SEO, right? Uh, and, and leads for a dentist, right? So one of the things that we need to do there, we need to optimize their GMB. We need to clean up their website. We need to optimize their pages and some of their content. And we need to acquire links. If we can do these things, then they're going to rank higher and they're going to get more leads from organic search. So you can see how we're solving the same problem but with a different solution. But you can see how we're breaking these pillars down into things that are very easy for us to now conceptualize, productize, and then deliver as a service without being like, oh, well, maybe we should do SEO or maybe we should do Facebook ads. Maybe we should do pay-per-click. We only need one solution for this one problem. And then we turn that into a product that we can then sell over and over again. What matters here is really not what's in here. What matters here is the pain point and how do we get them here? This is just all about how you deliver it. So like I said, there's a couple of ways to do this different things. For example, getting to six figures a month as an agency using our system is one way, but there's other ways to do it too. And then this is where the marketing comes into play. You bought into our system because I've been able to connect with you and relate with you on a way and sell you on kind of our past experience versus a lot of other coaching programs that are great, but you just resonated with us. So that's where marketing comes into play. So again, I'm trying to drive home this, this concept of congruency, right? Starting with the core pain point, right? In your position in the market. What is your position in the market? Whose problem are you solving? What are you solving? What is the offer that you have? Our offer is, well, we're going to help leads... We're going to help generate leads for dentists. And then how we do that is through productizing the service. And that's what we're looking at here in terms of these pillars. We eventually take these and productize these, turn them into SOPs, uh, hire some folks. And then we've got a repeatable system now that we can deliver it over and over again. Specifically, that's going to solve this pain point for this client. So let's keep going through with some more examples. 
Let's draw our T-chart again. And let's say the pain point here is organic growth. And this is really why so many SEO agencies cannot scale and cannot hit their goals because they're all over the place. I say a lot that they're taking a bunch of wet spaghetti and throwing it against the wall and just seeing what sticks as opposed to really understanding, diagnosing what these pain points are. So if we're looking at generic SEO, right, because, you know, I'm obviously pushing you guys to select a position and go after some sort of specialty or niche or industry. But if we're just talking about SEO, what are the pillars that you need to do to pretty much get anyone results, right? Again, so it's going to be technical questions, keywords and on-page, content creation, and acquiring links. If you look at this too, this is basically how we built the blueprint and built uh, our previous agency, Webris, which was about four or five years ago. Now we basically just looked at what do we need to do to get people results consistently over and over again? Not one off like, oh, well, we need to do schema here because you know I saw this is important and you know maybe we want to do some of this and some of that. No, like these are the four pillars. And then once we have these four pillars, we now turn these into repeatable processes that you already have access to in the full blueprint training in terms of videos. This is all it is. It's really just this process that we productize over and over again. It's still very complex. There's still a lot of customization that goes into it. But for the most part, if you want to get somebody organic results, this is the elevator pitch. These are the pillars that you need to do. So again, really boiling these things down into very simple, uh, understandable, repeatable, scalable things that we can turn into processes is really what we want to get out of this. So let's look at another example in a different industry, actually. Let's just say, for example, and this is all for context, right? I have some friends that came to me last week. Uh, they own a gym and they are struggling to really turn this concept that they have of a physical gym into an online gym with everything that happened with COVID. So what's the core pain point that people have when they go to a gym? They're out of shape. They want to get in shape. So I asked them, I said, what is it that you need to do to get them into shape, to make them happy, to make them feel good about themselves? Number one is they said we need to get them to exercise for 90 days. You can't come in once here and once there. They need to be able to come in consistently for at least three days a week over a 90-day period. If they can do that, then they're going to be in good shape. Number two is accountability. I said we really need to provide that level of accountability to people to make sure that they come in, to make sure that they're staying consistent, to make sure that they're uh, not cheating too much, to make sure that they're actually uh, you know, coming in and doing the workouts the right way and not cheating. And then the final part is they need to improve their diet. So if they could do these three things, then they've now got a happy client. So you can already start to see now how this shifts from just a traditional gym model of just saying, hey, uh, you know, come in and, you know, we've got cheap pricing. We've got, um, you know, great coaches, blah, blah, blah. This is a very specific system that they can now take and apply this. This is, this is their offer. This is their service. This is what they should be doing. This is how they stand out in a crowded market of all the gyms that are all competing on price or all competing on new equipment, all competing on the same crap, right? This now they have a specific system that at the end of the day, all that matters is this. None of the other stuff matters. The only thing that matters is taking somebody who's here and getting them to here. And this system again can vary from trainer to trainer. And that's what's so beautiful about this is, is then this becomes a matter of, uh, okay, I've got my system. I've got my product. I know how to get my client results without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Now I can go out and I can relate to them and I can communicate them my style through marketing and attract my tribe and bring people into my ecosystem. This is a very, very, very simple concept that you've really got to grasp because it's not just about building an agency or a consultancy. This is really any business, uh, any, any kind of service-based business, I should say, is solving a pain point for a client and then mapping that out in a way that you know without a shadow of a doubt in your mind, you're going to be able to get them results. There's a lot of problem that folks have too, especially in the SEO space is when you're pitching people, you're not fully confident that you can get them results because you don't really know what you're doing in between here. You don't really have these pillars defined. That's going to take them from where they are to where they need to be. 
And if you're not confident in that, they can feel that. If you're not confident in that, in that you can get them results. You don't have a business. You've got to hustle, man. So now that you've got to feel for what goes into your offer, let's go back to this offer statement because this offer statement is going to be key, uh, not only for your marketing, but just kind of for your business identity as a whole. So again, it starts with three things. Who is it for? What do they want? And how do they get it? Now, again, that we have defined these kind of sub-pillars and defined how we take someone from a, an unhappy person with their pain point to a happy client, now we can start to map this out. So who is it for? We help SaaS companies. This is actually our offer statement at Weber's. This is what we've reworked over this past year. What do they want? They want to increase revenue through from Google. That's it. They want more organic traffic. They want more organic leads. They want more organic sales. They want to grow organically through Google search. How do they get it? Through short-term budget-friendly SEO sprints. Very simple. Who's it for? SaaS companies. What do they want? They want to increase revenue. How do they get it from short budget-friendly SEO sprints? So if we come back here to this uh, problem-solving chart here, this is really what we started with for Weberus, and all we really had to do here was just kind of adapt it to what our core customer was. So again, if the pain point that we're trying to solve here is organic growth for SaaS companies, these are still the things that go into that. This is what goes into solving anyone's organic growth problems, right? I mean, for the most part, right? If we're talking about the difference between e-commerce versus B2B, it's gonna be much more heavy on technical here, probably no content for e-commerce, maybe a little bit less technical here, et cetera. But these are kind of nuances that we can then work with through the offer statement, then also when we're getting into productization. So the part, the point here is that we're still solving the same problem with the exact same service that we're offering here, but then through positioning, what we're doing is we're taking this and we're tweaking this to adapt to our customer. And this is really key and important, especially most of you folks in here are doing SEO. What you I know, I already know you're gonna struggle with is saying, well, we're delivering organic growth. How much different can we make that? And the answer is you don't have to, right? We actually don't want to overcomplicate this part here, but through positioning and through marketing and through communication, we can take this and we can customize it to the needs of that customer. So for example, when we go back here to our offer statement that we created, and the reason why we came up with sprints was because they're short term, right? Because a lot of SaaS companies, we know our core customer, we know who they are. They have internal marketing teams, they're smart, they've been burned by agencies before in the past. They've probably done SEO before in the past, so they know a good line of bullshit when they hear it. So what we've done is we've redesigned how we deliver our service. So the core of what we're doing is the same thing. These sprints are the exact same thing that you see in the blueprint. What we did is we just repackaged it and repositioned it in a way that relates to our core customer, right? So again, going back to the SaaS company, they have the same pain point as anyone who needs more organic traffic. They want more organic traffic and sales from Google. There's nothing that you can do to dress that up. However, what you can do is you can design your offer to map specifically to the needs and the language of your target customer. So again, knowing what SaaS companies are, who's on the other side, what they want, what they care about, uh, they don't really want a long drawn out contract. They don't want to pay a ton of money for something that they already know how to do, but they just don't have the time to do it. So again, short budget friendly SEO sprints. This just implies that we're in and out. It's cost effective and we're still going to help you increase your revenue. And we're still talking specifically to SaaS companies. So again, the des design the offer here is requires a lot of thought to go through, not just the mapping of what you're doing, but then also taking that and then communicating that to your core customer. So let's take a look at another offer design. Um, this one, we were talking about case study buddy in a previous one where they help to build um, case studies for B2B companies, right? So who is it for? Uh, B2B companies. What do they want? They want customer success stories, right? Again, um, it doesn't always have to be about revenue or uh, some sort of kind of like top line impact. Some companies just know they've already identified that 
hey, we don't have testimonials. We don't have customer success studies. We don't have case studies and we don't know how to do it. We don't have the time to do it. So we're looking for somebody to help us out. So that's what they ultimately want, right? A customer success story will ultimately help them to grow their business, but we don't have to say you're going to grow your business through, through case studies because that's not really what this company does. They're a complete execution partner, right? So they are here to help them build customer success stories. And how do they get it? They're going to help them capture, share, and cash in on these stories, right? So again, this is just an offer statement. It just says, we help you to be companies capture, share, and cash in on customer success stories. Very simple, very straightforward. But again, it goes back to what their core customer wants and ultimately how they're going to get them there. So that's all I got for this video. This is a lot of information. It's very dense. So I really, really, really encourage you to get active in Slack and ask questions and post your offer statements and also share your workbook so we can take a look at them um, because... Sometimes the simplest things are the hardest to do and it requires a lot of thought, but I promise you, once you start thinking in this kind of like direction, your business is just going to open up. It's going to be so much clearer. It's going to be so much simpler and you're going to be able to focus on impactful items, AKA big rocks uh, and not getting stuck down in the weeds with things that ultimately don't matter and don't solve pain points for your customers. So take action on this, post it in Slack and I'll see you in the next video.